every one of you come out and fellowship here this morning. It's sure nice to have a a lot of people in the church this morning. Praise the Lord. It's always real good for for me to just come and after a year and a half of no one being here just to have brothers and sisters in our midst and to worship the Lord. Praise God. And that's why we're here. We just want to give our Lord God praise and honor and glory, worship Him, and to fellowship around His Word, praise God, and I pray that He will pour out more than we can even contain, amen, especially for those of our brothers and sisters that are on the American side, and we just want to wish them a real good blessing from God this morning, and pray that God will bless them as they gather at the camp this afternoon at 4 p.m., amen. Let's sing together, Glad Day. When I was born again, key of F, I believe, number 184. Oh, glad day when I was born again, glad day when I was born again, oh, glad. It's a glad day. 
a glad day. Hallelujah. Being born again makes one glad. Amen. Hallelujah. Except you be born again, you cannot even see the kingdom of heaven. Thank God for that born again experience, that changing of the heart. Amen. Conversion. Amen. Hallelujah. See the bright light shine. Let's start with the first verse. There's a light in the window. There's a light in the window shining there before me. Oh, someone standing at the open door. I can see the crystal river and I know And I can't see my father 
Father comes down and we raise up and we join together. Amen and amen. It's just like rapturing grace taking over. Hallelujah. It's a hunger in our hearts. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Maybe we can sing another song together all the way. I'm going all the way. All the way I'm going all the way All the way I'm going all the way All the way I'm going all the way I'm going all the way with the Lord place this morning, Lord. We lift your name on high, O God. We lift your name to glorify your name, Lord Jesus. We want to serve you, O God, with all of our hearts. We want to give ourselves completely to you, Father. We don't want to hold anything back, Lord. We're not going to turn back, O God, but we're going to press on, Father. Press forward to the mark of the high calling, O God. Oh, blessed be your name, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your inspiration, O God. 
Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's sing, we place you in the highest place as we go to prayer this morning. We place you in the highest place. For you are the great high priest. We place you. requesting prayer for her mother. Uh, she needs uh, financial help from the assistance in New Zealand for her room, so we just want to put that before the Lord and pray that God will supply her need. And just also want to remember the Sister Iris and the Drake family this morning. God will just continually pour in. Amen. Come, Brother Roy. If you have a need this morning... We just want to lift it up before our Lord and know that he sees our every need. Brothers, would you just come forward and we'll take up an offering this morning as well. Thank you. Can you just sing, we bless you for one more time? Sure, go ahead. All right. Okay, we'll just sing that one more time as our brother Roy comes to prayer. We place you in the highest place for you. Are the great high priest? We place you high above all else, all else, and we come to you to work. Father, truly you are the high priest today, 
It feels as if, Lord, this morning we are standing on sacred ground. Because your presence is so greatly felt this morning among your people. And indeed, Father, we want to place you in the highest place this morning. For there is no else and no one else that we can look up to this morning but the Lord God Almighty. Father, we lift up our voices in worship and praise unto the God of our salvation. The God who descended and condescended in time and became Jesus Christ and gave himself a ransom sacrifice. That today we could be gathered as a body, as a people that you've chosen before the foundation of the world to worship you, Father. For it is true that thou seekest those that will worship you in spirit and in truth. And here we are today fulfilling that scripture that was spoken by your son, Jesus Christ, Lord. We thank you for this gracious opportunity that we have, Lord, in this garden of time. And as we're, as we're looking and seeing how time is not, is becoming so fleeting at this time, Father. We want to redeem the time. And we want to do all that we can by your grace and mercy this morning, Father, to do all that is in your will for us this morning, Lord. We just want to invite you and thank you and tell you how much we love you this morning. Oh God, it is so good to worship the living God this morning. It feels, oh Father, this is what we are born to do, Lord. To worship our King, to worship our Savior, to worship our Redeemer, to worship our Bridegroom this morning. For there is no one else to whom we can give such honor, Father. For you have been good to us, Lord. You've been good to us in so many ways, Lord. For the redemption of our souls, we want to thank you, Father. For the forgiveness of our sins, we want to thank you this morning, Lord. For the salvation of our families, our children, we want to thank you this morning, Heavenly Father. We want to thank you for the ministry that you've given us this morning, Father. Brothers and sisters of like precious faith, Lord, we bring our legs of fire this morning that the Holy Spirit would move amongst us in ways that we have never imagined before, Lord. We are here, Lord. We are ready to pull on your word. We are here and ready to hear from heaven this morning, Father. And we'd like to lift up those, oh God, who are afflicted this morning. Our sister Grace's mother this morning, Father, we just want to ask that you will go to her by the Holy Spirit and you would meet her in her need this morning, Father. We're asking for a touch for her that you would raise her up from a bed of affliction. And Lord, when one hurts, we're all hurting. We pray for the Drake family this morning. On behalf of our brother John, Lord. Father, we just pray that you'll pour in the bomb. We pray that you will touch and give them the kind of comfort that they need. And they know that you are present with them, Father. We thank you for brother John's life, Father. For the many years that he served in this assembly and gave his service to the kingdom of God. We are thankful, Father, that you have taken him home and his suffering has come to an end. 
And we know, Father, by your mercies and your grace that he's in a new body without any suffering, without any hurt, without any pain this morning. So we want to thank you for a life that was lived in the name of Christ this morning. Lord, we just ask that you would come in a special way through your servant, your manservant this morning. We pray for our brother Tom, Father. We thank you for the gift that you've placed in his in his life, Lord. A gift that has given so much over the years, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the ministry of the word that has come in our day, Father. And we pray that you will just move the man aside. And may the unsearchable riches of God be unfold before us this morning by the preaching of the word, Lord. Bless your servant, Lord. Help him, O Lord, to be removed out of the way and that the Holy Spirit would come with power and demonstration of the Holy Spirit, Lord. We pray, Lord, that you will meet every need in your divine presence this morning. Whether it be spiritual, which is the greatest need, Father. Whether it's physical in our bodies, whether it's financial, whether it's the need to see all the prodigals come back, Lord. This is the burden of my heart, Father. And I pray that you will just anoint the word that has come out, that every family will stand at their post of duty and claim, oh Father, our children. For they are the children that you've given us and we claim them for your glory. May your spirit move, O Father, freely amongst us this morning, we pray. And may all that is done and said be glorifying you. And may it lift up your name on high, we pray. In Jesus' wonderful name we ask these things. Amen and amen. Thank you, Brother Roy. You can have your seats as they take up the offering this morning. God will bless it. I am redeemed, bought with a price. We've got a uh, baby dedication this morning, so we'll ask that Brother Yomi and Sister Deborah prepare to come and sing this little chorus. I am redeemed and bought with a price. Jesus has changed my
This has been a long time coming, Brother Yomi, Sister Deborah. Isn't it wonderful to be in the presence of the Lord and cradle in your arms these wonderful children? Shamgard, how are you? You're fine. I love these names. I love these names. And today we are dedicating Brother Yomi and Sister Deborah's little son, Ezra. And I went like Akikumi. Close. <laughs> and, uh, you know, God, God has, God has a way of naming these things. And I, I thank you, Brother Yomi, for giving me the, uh, the meaning of these, of the, of this child this morning, Ezra. Uh, Akikumi. That works? All right. And if you take a look, of course, Ezra, we know from the scripture and we love the book of Ezra. And uh, it's a special book. It's a book where the, there was great joy. It, the, the Bible talks about them. He was a key player. And Ezra, as you know, I'm sure you've looked it up, is help, helper. And he was helping the children of Israel come back out of Babylon, back to Jerusalem. And uh, God used them in a very special way. And the second name, Akikumi, means I am full of valor, and which you wrote down. So I looked it also up. It also means I'm full of bravery. And it means I'm courageous and fearless. So we've got a, we've got a son that we're dedicating this morning to the glory of God. Brother Bram talked about Ezra in the Bible, and he talked about how he was a priest and how God used him to help reintroduce the word back to the people. And that's, that's very important. Not to lose what the meaning of the word is. And of course, if you look up in history, our, our, our Artaxerxes, he, um, had a great interest in Ezra. And so if a king natural had a, a great interest in natural Ezra, how about the king of kings having interest in this little bundle of life that he's giving you to this Ezra? And so he gave gifts to him. To take back to Jerusalem. And Brother Bram said in the days of Ezra. When Ezra began to weep and to call out and to rebuke sin. To know what had happened. He was, what was he doing? He was calling the elect. God trusted him and he gathered them around him. And may the Lord use this bundle of life. This son that he's given you. To bring others to Christ. To lead him as a priest into the kingdom of God, and anoint him. Amen. Well, they brought the little ones to Jesus, and I get blessed this morning. Hi, sweetheart. Amen. God bless you, Ezra. Let's pray. Life is so amazing. Lord, that you've given this couple, this little bundle of life. Lord, you're... So mindful of us, Lord, especially at these times. And we pray and we wait on God to give the right name for the child. And Lord, this little one that's now called Ezra, we pray, Lord, that you'll anoint him as a king in Babylon was interested in Ezra, gave him gifts to take back to Jerusalem, to the temple of God. May the king of glory have interest in this Ezra. Lord, may you give gifts unto him, Lord. May you give him the gift of life, the lovely Lord Jesus, and that you will bless him, Lord, and keep him 
healthy and may he be used. If God, you should tarry, may he also lead others to this lovely one that's coming in plain view. Bless Ezra as we dedicate him back to the Lord, this young couple, Lord, so willing and so wanting to give this child back to Jesus. We dedicate him in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for your glory. Amen. Now that's the perfect baby. <laughs> Thank you, Brother Yomi, for allowing us to dedicate him. Sister Deborah, God bless you. Shamgar, God bless you, honey. Amen. Brother Nathan. Amen. Uh, the Gindle family's got a special for us, so we'll ask them to come up at this time. Maybe while they're coming, we can sing, We'll not leave our little ones behind. Amen. I believe that. I claim that. Amen. We'll not leave our little ones behind. For our Father had them in mind. Oh, some are weak and some are feeble. Others may not feel they're able. We'll not leave a single one behind. Amen. Yeah. 
să pot decri toată ta splandă O vreme să te zăvoaie ton amel Chimantu Que je cesse de croire à la taille des illusions Que j'affronte la nuit, le jour Tu es plus grand Que tu es l'ondi de toi Vraiment grand Que tu es l'ondi si bas Tu es plus grand Que le monde est Tellement grand, et tout si tu fais ta ta ta, mon aîné, osa mon aîné, mon aîné, osa mon aîné, osa mon aîné. presence that's where I belong maybe we'll stand together that's where we belong hallelujah in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ just enter into the atmosphere of worship inviting him to come and just minister the words of life to us amen words of healing words of deliverance power demonstration of the gospel amen in your praise
Amen. You may have your seats for a moment. Nice to see you all. Isn't this special? You had your meeting without me last week. I was in Edmonton and uh, heard you had a wonderful meeting on Sunday morning. Brother Murphy was ministering and Wednesday night we had a wonderful meeting on Wednesday night. Uh, just outstanding what the Lord is doing. Well, um, the announcement from the Drake family here says Brother John Drake passed away on Friday, July 9th. So they wanted the facts. Thank you, Sister Iris. Thank you for the family for doing this. His doctor expressed disappointment as he began to show good progress recovering from COVID infection when a sudden inoperable brain bleed developed. And Brother John passed away very peacefully. His Christian testimony has been a tremendous blessing and even now is still affecting many. Sister Iris Drake and the whole Drake family would like to thank all those who held Brother John up in prayer during his illness. The funeral arrangements will be announced once the details are finalized. And our dear beloved pastor, Brother Bisco, is not able to be here this morning, but he would like to say this to the family. I would like to convey to the entire Drake family... God's comfort as only he, the comforter himself, can give. Over the many years, I thank God for the steadfast service which God has placed at Cloverdale Bible Way through the Drake family. I just recently have heard that things which Brother John Drake had instituted years ago are now expanded on and still used to get the message out. Our prayers are with them today in the loss of their loved one. And may he, the comforter, be near them. Now is our prayer to God. Amen. Brother Ed Biscoll. God bless the Drake family. Been a tremendous blessing to this church. And the testimony will live on. It indeed has and will continue to live on. You know, everybody tries to, you know, God's ways are not our ways way above our ways. And he said, well, Brother John never got healing. He got a total healing. He's totally healed in the presence of the Lord this morning, rejoicing in the goodness of God. Just lightly, I'm casting my cares. I'm casting all my cares on you. Before we get into the word, I'd like to bring greetings to you from Brother Harold Hildebrandt and Brother Ed Hammermeister from Edmonton. They had a, we had a wonderful weekend with the grads, and then we took a couple of services at the church, and it was their first weekend together, and we just had a blessed and wonderful time. So they wanted to convey their greetings and their love, and the whole assembly that greeted me, greeted, wanted you to be greeted from them. I also, I'm going to make an announcement on camp. Is that all right? So uh, we, uh, they had a camp meeting this week. And, of course, we're just trying to maneuver different um, uh, ideas because we don't know what's going to be allowed or not allowed for the Canadians to get across to the U.S. Some of us will be flying down no matter what. We're going to have to we'll do whatever hoops we got to you know, jump through and every hurdle we have to jump over. We'll do it to be at camp. Brother Dwayne uh, Lawson will be taking the evening services and Brother David Mayer from Switzerland, pastor, will be taking the morning services. And I wanted you to know that um, the camp is in good shape. The believers down there have been working like eager beavers to keep up the camp for the different ones that are coming in. And we want to thank our body on the U.S. side for all their labors. 
Amen. And just so that they know that the saints here aren't just sitting back, if you want to look at the pews and, and the restaining and the painting in the, in the assembly, uh, Brother Serge Roy and Sister Margaret and Calista, all the ones that have worked so hard, Sister Elizabeth Waldner, everyone that's done that. I, I, I was in the uh, back on Wednesday night and the lights were shining down. I said, look at the pews. They look fantastic. So we want to thank our saints here that have worked so hard. Amen. (laughs) Glory. We can rejoice. This is the house of God where we can rejoice in the presence of God. And so here at Cloverdale Bible Way, we want to greet the saints on the U.S. side that will be streaming this morning. Brother Tim Dodd will be taking the evening service tonight at 4 o'clock at the camp. I'm sure they're going to have a, a blessed time. So if you want to gather here this evening, we'll be streaming to the, the sanctuary or, or at home, however you wish to do. And uh, we just pray that God give them a, a wonderful time in the presence of the Lord. So let's just stand to our feet and sing this little song. I'm casting all my cares on him. So I'm casting all my cares on you. I know you love me. Redemption by blood. And that's the greatest love story. For redemption, that's what seven angels in a cloud. Our dear, precious, heavenly Father, what a joy it is this morning to be gathered with the redeemed of God. Lord, to look around the room and see the power of God, the keeping power that has kept us through this season, what the world calls COVID, Lord. But God, we've been able to be in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ on a daily basis. You're a living God. You're not a God of history. You're a God of today. For Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So, Lord, we're worshiping you this morning to give you all the glory, the honor, and praise. That, God, you have loosed us that we can be together again. And we can lift our voices and praise the living God. We pray for those that could not be here this morning. We pray for God, the elect, 
blessed lady of Jesus Christ as a part of this body that you will be with each and every one in a very special way this morning. We thank you for the unveiled Christ that has now come. We want to see you high and lifted up. We ask it all in the name of Jesus Christ for your glory. Amen. Amen. Well, you know what? We haven't done this for a long time. Why don't you turn around and shake one another's hand and say, God bless you. The greatest thing the prophet said that you could say to one another. Nice to see you. Amen. I was happy when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. Well, I was, I was so thrilled to see Brother Andrew and Natasha and the family in Edmonton. That was very special. They sang a special. I told Edmonton, Brother Andrew, and I'll tell Cloverdale. I, when I was in school, that ukulele was just brutal. But he's the greatest ukulele player I know. And we thank God for that gift in the body. God bless you. Nice to see you. Amen. Jariah came, flew all the way out to be with the grads, amen, and Matthias, I don't know if he's here this morning, but he also flew out, we had a special time, and um, Matthias, he just greeted me on Wednesday night, and he just said, wow, that was a special service on Sunday morning for me, and I'm just so happy that, you know, I, I'm, disapp- oh, I know I'm disappointed for them, is because they flew all the way to Edmonton to have a special speaker, and they got me. <laughs> We hear him every week. Well, it was just nice to have you. Always nice to have you. Thank you, Andrew and Natasha and family. That's very special. Very special. Well, this morning, going to preach a little message. Uh, I don't know if I can preach anymore after what's being preached around here. I, I think I'll just put my into low gear and let these young fellows just take off. We appreciate you both very much. God bless you. Amen. I'd like you to turn, please, to First Corinthians. Uh, chapter 13, we have a brother here also from Brother Brad Burgess Church from the USA all the way here. How long are you here? You're planning to move here. All right. I didn't even give your name. Sorry. Huh? Jason. Well, God bless Brother Jason. Amen. It was wonderful to see your face the other night. <laughs> oh, I'm happy. I am thrilled to see the brothers and the sisters. Oh my goodness. What, what's heaven going to be like? What is heaven going to be like? 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 9. Chapter 13 verse 9. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 9. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now, here is a whole 2,000 year span. And the prophecy was coming that there will be a people that will see Christ face to face. Face to face. Now I know in part. And then shall I know. Even as also I am known. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his word. You may have your seats.
I'd like you also to turn now, please, to Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11. The Believer's Hall of Fame. Hebrews 11, verse 24. Hebrews 11, verse 24 says, By faith Moses, when he had come to years. So he was once a baby in the basket. He was once a uh, 40-year-old man in Egypt. But now it came a time when he had to come to years. He had to come to his maturity, to his placing. What God had prophesied, that there would be a deliverance to the Israelites through a mighty hand. And this was going to come through Moses. And now Moses, the Bible says, by faith Moses, when he came, come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He, the Bible says, because he preferred to share the oppression, or we'll go choosing rather, to suffer the affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. I'd like you to take special note of this verse. Esteeming the reproach of Christ, greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. For he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. So by faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king. For he endured as seeing him who is invisible. I say amen. And there's a people today by faith are enduring because we see him who has now become visible. The unveiled Christ, the word of the living God. Amen. So what a scripture we're looking at this morning. And a title this morning, I'd like you to repeat it after me. Very simple, one word, gladly. Gladly. <laughs> Very simple. Isn't that simple? Gladly. Gladly, Moses would esteem the reproach of Christ. Greater riches than that of Egypt. Gladly. Amen. Gladly we'll take the reproach of this message. That is Jesus Christ. Gladly. Amen. Gladly. Happily. You know, gladly is a very uh, unique word. Because the root of it is very unique. And I thought it, you know. It means to shine or gleam like gold. I was glad when they said unto me, I'm going to gleam like gold. I came to the house of the Lord gladly this morning. Because I'm going to glorify the greatest gold that there is. And it's the deity of Jesus Christ, the mighty God. Amen. You might as well just open your mouth and start saying amen. Because we haven't been doing this for a very long time. Amen. This is a place where the children of the Lord can let off the uh, pressures of life. Mm -hmm. Hey, we've been pressurized. You've been pressurized for how many months? 16 months? Whatever. It's been pressurized. But now we can let off the pressure. We can lift our hands. We can open our mouths. We can praise our God. For He is worthy. I will gladly bear this reproach. Gladly. It's to shine like the gleam of gold. It's to be bright. It's to be beautiful. 
<laughs> it's to be full of pleasure and joy. Gladly I'll bear this reproach. I'm unawed by Pharaoh. I'm unawed by Laodicea. It doesn't give any shine to me but this gospel. Hallelujah. For now, that which was imperfect, Brother Bram says, for now, let's take a look at what this perfection is all about. That which is perfect is come. That which is perfect in come has come. The Bible says in, a, in, in another translation, says now, in the time of imperfection, we saw through the mirror very blurredly. It was like a reflection, but we couldn't see clearly. But then a time of perfection would come. A time when the perfect word be, would be unveiled. That we don't see it blurredly, we see it clearly. And we receive it with gladness. Now I know in part, just in fragments, but then I will know fully, just if I've been fully known by God. God knew who you would be and what you were been prophesied for. So by faith, when he came to years, so there comes a time when the bride actually comes to her realization who she is. We're not just the people that come to Cloverdale Bible Way. We're a people that have been purchased by the blood of the lamb in the age where the lamb took the book. Where people couldn't even, not even worthy to look on it. And you've been commanded to take it. And to eat it. And rejoice in it. And to prophesy again. And I'll gladly prophesy again. I'm not ashamed of this message. I know there's lots of people that, that join us by way of internet. Which we've been on for years and years and years. And there's criticisms come, but there's scoffers. The Bible says in the last day, scoffers will arise. And we're to expect that, Brother Bram said in the message, called ashamed. That we're to expect in the last day, scoffers, mockers of what Christ is. They mocked him. They scoffed him. They called him Beelzebub, the prince of, of, of devils. But he's the prince of peace. He's the mighty God. And we see him as he is. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Brother Bram says in questions and answers, 1964, 1 Corinthians 13, that when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. So all these things of jumping up and down like a kid, trying to talk in tongues and all these other things, when that which is perfect, and we do have today, by God's help, the perfect interpretation of the word of God by divine revelation. I say amen. And I agree 100%. Of course, as a prophet. <laughs> amen. We have got a divine revelation, a divine vindication. Then that which is in part is now done away. For when I was a child, I spoke as a child. Now when I became a man, I put away childish things. I go preaching and do those things. So there comes a time, saints of God, where we have to stand up. And what I'm seeing is brethren standing up. Sisters standing up. And they're gladly standing up. And they're praying on God for the Lord Jesus to do a special move of the Holy Spirit. And you have been witnessing it now for the last few months. And I want you to gladly praise Him. I want you to gladly rejoice. Right, Brother Ali? I think we can gladly rejoice in what God is doing for you and for the other ones. Amen. If we can't, there's something wrong. We just don't want a formal church. 
We want a church that rejoices. The Bible says angels rejoice. And Brother Bram said at one place, thousands of angels, 10,000 are rejoicing at that one soul that came to the altar. Then if he is seeing in that realm, what kind of angels are around here this morning? Hallelujah. So I am gladly now shining forth the very character and pleasure and joy of God. I will gladly esteem the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures of Laodicea. The treasures of Laodicea. Now Moses was, was, he was, he was, he esteemed it. He believed. And Brother Bram said at one place, he said, Pharaoh looked out the same window and you've all heard those quotes. I just want to just dig a little deeper this morning. Moses looked out the same window as Pharaoh. Pharaoh saw mud daubers. These people around this subdivision, they see a, a group of people that is different. Very different. And when I walked in the Bible way 40 some odd years ago, it was very different for me. Because I've never seen a people like this people. But then God gave me eyes to see, not the people, but the God in the people. And that was the draw, not the people, not the friendship, but the God in the people. The light of God that was shining in them gave me eyes to see, and I didn't see mud daubers. I didn't see a bunch of weirdos. No, I saw people that loved the Lord Jesus Christ. They loved the Word of God, and they loved the Bible. Amen. So Moses believed and esteemed the reproach that fell on a people. And he looked at them. And he did not see a bunch of slaves. He didn't see them as the slaves. He looked at them, the anointed of God. Hmm. He looked at those people that Egypt called slaves. But they were God's chosen people. Whether Egypt wanted to call them slaves, my daubers, whatever they wanted to call them, they were God's people. And Moses didn't see that. He saw the anointing that was on them and identified with that seed. His identity came with them. So he esteemed that. He accounted it honorable, high, exalted, and highly esteemed. Imagine that. Here's the prince of Egypt looking through a window, Brother Frank, seeing a bunch of people that are making bricks. And he's seeing past the flesh and seeing that God had called them as a people. It moved him. And he then esteemed and wanted to become one of them. One of them. He identified with them, and because he come to years, he come to his time, he came to his awakening, something happened. Something happened. And I, I love this one translation that says, he was unawed by Pharaoh. <laughs> the mo- the, it'd be like going to Putin, or whoever the president is, Biden, or our prime minister, Trudeau. And going up to him and saying, you don't impress me. 
Sorry, what you do doesn't impress me. What you believe doesn't impress me. Nothing impresses me. There's only one thing that impresses me. The Lord Jesus Christ himself. You see what they're impressed by. It's falling apart. What they're impressed by is just, is just frayed at all the edges. Coming to nothing. And what we believe is coming together into a, a future home. <laughs> coming into this lovely city of God. So I, as Moses, gladly esteem this, and take this reproach. Especially for these young ones that have been coming in and rededicating their lives. Don't expect an easy way. It is indeed the harder way. But it's the correct way. As he, the Lord spoke to the prophet, it's my way. And though all the ministers pulled back and said, we want nothing to do with his teaching. We want nothing to do with him. Yet God vindicated the man and said, this is my prophet. Whether they like it or not, whether they understand it or not, I do not care. You know, all the mechanics and all this and this dates and all this. Saints of God, let me ask you a question. This a minister said to Brother Ken Ardeal, when we first started to come to Christ, Kenny, really? Does iron float? I mean, what was your answer, Brother Ken? Amen. So a prophet says, I got caught up in the presence of seven angels. He got caught up in the presence of seven angels. Whether they like it or not, that's what I believe. And I gladly esteem the reproach of this glorious message. Hallelujah. There are many things you have to take by faith. If you can understand it, I don't want it. If your gray matter can understand God, who created the universe, who created all things, and that things that we don't even know he's created, because that's a part of his attribute, he's still creating. Brother Bram said it's taken thousands of years to prepare for your home. That's my God. Well, give me proof of that. I'm sorry. Well, like Michael was saying the other day, you know, really? You're going to give me proof about Noah? You know, where's the ark? Everybody wants to know, wants to prove everything there's there's scripture by faith moses by faith abraham by faith sarah by faith enoch by faith abel by faith tom by faith brother murphy by faith amen it's by faith he esteemed the reproach of egypt by faith that's what we got to look at it's by faith like moses Looking out the same window that Pharaoh did upon the same people. Pharaoh called them mud daubers. That's all they was. Just a bunch of slaves. But by faith, Moses saw them to be the promised people. I want you to look around this room and be in awe that the sister and the brother next to you are God's promised people that are going to take a rapture. You might as well say, praise the Lord. And if you don't like that person, you better change your attitude. You're going to spend eternity with one another. 
Get your all ideas and your feelings and put them down. Cast them down. Amen. This old time kind of gospel will make you love one another. Amen. He believed, Moses believed, that this was God's promised people. He saw that there was something different about them, even though that they were in the condition. Look at your condition. Look where we're at. Look what we got to do. We got to work. We got to serve. We got to do. We're in Satan's Eden and he's the taskmaster, but we've got another master. Amen. We've got another master. So he saw that they were a special people. There was an anointing. They were Christ. He esteemed the reproach of Christ. I want you to think about it. He esteemed the reproach of Christ. How did you do that? Jesus Christ hadn't come yet. He had not come yet. And yet he esteemed the reproach of Christ. So he was seeing something that nobody else could see. Only those that are the chosen of God see with God's eyes. We want everybody to see it, but not everybody can see it. They looked at the same window. Other people looking out their same windows. They see a parking lot full of people. They said, no mask, no nothing. Well, no mask, no nothing. Because they say we can have no mask or no nothing. We, have, we abided by their rules. And, and, and happy too. Brother Bram said one place, and I don't want to get scare everybody that have not been inoculated. But Brother Bram said, now I'm going overseas. And he says, even though I didn't want to be because Caesar called me to be able to, or caused us to get this shot to go to this other nation. He has going to Africa. He said, uh, because Caesar had called for it, I got inoculated. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. That's free. That's, that's outside the message here. So he, repro- he would bear that reproach gladly of Israel. He, re- he gladly esteemed the reproach of this Christ. And we have to realize then that this Christ that we speak about has always been. He just didn't show up on the scene. He's always been. But it took a prophet to identify the anointed of God so that he could esteem it greater riches than Laodicea. Or should I say Egypt? Uh huh. God has given us different eyes to see. And though God is infinite, he's always been with his children. He said, I'll be with you. What? Always. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'll be with you even in you. Always. Always. So then, what was Moses doing? He's trying to say through the scripture, or Paul was writing to the, through the Hebrews, that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. The God that was with Moses is the same God that's with us. With the Hebrews then is the same God that's with us now. And he esteemed the reproach that came with that revelation. Hmm. Don't you ever be ashamed of what you believe. Because my Bible says if you are ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. And so now... I don't want to go in that avenue, but that's a whole other topic. 
But it's the identifying of the Christ of the present, not of the past or of the future. But the Ram says you can always see, always look back and say that was God. Always look forward and say that will be God. Missing what God is doing now. Which had an amazing, Moses took out two million people. Isn't that amazing that God has kept you through all this nonsense? It is amazing. He says Moses looked at it by faith. He saw a promised people, anointed people. That there was an ever-present God with his people. And by faith, everything that he did was by faith. Because God promised Abraham, his father, that he would visit this nation. That after 400 years, he would bring them out. And by faith, Moses believed the word that God said. And knowed himself as by faith to be a chosen leader. Now, that's really something. There's elders within Israel. Older seasoned brothers. And God was having Moses. It's not age. It's God. And so by faith, he did everything by faith. To be a chosen leader to bring them out, he knew where he was. He took his place in the slime pit. Jesus came down and dwelt among men. Moses is a type of Christ. He came down. Can you imagine the king of glory and all his, 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 his awesomeness? English language is terrible. I love French. I love that song this morning. God bless you. In all the august presence of God, he comes down and walks. And you take a look at the mud daubers of Moses to Jesus' time. All those years, they didn't get very far. <laughs> they all walked on dirt roads. They all rode donkeys. Hmm? And Jesus chose that era to come. My, he took our place. He took your place. He took my place. Christ himself died on a cross for sinners such as you and I. And I want to esteem that one greater than anything Satan Eden can throw at our feet. We must be looking with anticipation and eagerness. And with expectation, all that God has called us to perform in this day. We are not, as I kept on, we kept on saying over the years, we're not just pew warmers. We're sons and daughters of God that are going to put on a rapture change. There's going to be a translation take place. And God is preparing us. And we know that he descends with a voice, a shout, a shout, a voice and a trump. And we know all that. But do we realize that we're actually, as Michael and I were talking about the other day, do we actually realize we're in it? I'm sorry, I don't want to break your bubble. It's not going to happen. It's happening. What is Jesus doing? He's catching us away in the presence of God. Don't miss it, saints of God. Don't look to the future. Don't look to the past. You look to the now. God is stirring your waters. Hallelujah. You come with expectation in the church. You come with that hunger. God, what are you going to do today? 
What are you going to do today? We need to be looking for it. No different than those that were at the pool of Bethesda. They looked at a certain season for the moving of the water where the angel troubled the water. And I want to say to you this morning that the mighty angel has troubled our waters again. And I want you and I to jump into those waters. Amen. Don't get cold. Don't get cold. You get on fire. Amen. I'm going home. It might be today. It might be this afternoon. It might be tonight. Amen. They knew that at a certain season, an angel was going to trouble the water and they were going to be healed. And we knew that God came down in this generation. Revelation 10, 7, troubled the waters of humanity. And when he troubled it, saints of God, there was seed laying there. Impotent. Couldn't give life. But one day, that Jesus that troubled the water troubled me. Glory. And once it troubles you, saints of God, there's something that happens. There's a change in me. Since Jesus set me free. Hallelujah. This poor guy, this poor Tom, this poor person couldn't move. Couldn't get there. There was other people jumping in before them. There was an angel troubling Laodicea. Walking around the world. Around the world. Around the world. But Tom was still impotent. Still impotent. But Jesus came to me. Jesus came to you. Amen. And I'll steam that Jesus. Saved me. Delivered me. Gave me a wife. Gave me children. I couldn't have children. I say he's a mighty God. And I'll esteem him, brother Malcolm. I'll esteem him with everything that's in me. I'll praise his holy name. I'll lift up my hands. I'll glorify the king. Yes, sir. He said a great multitude, the Bible says, were a great multitude of impotent folk. Blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving on the water. You don't have to wait no longer. I want to say to you this morning, you don't have to wait no longer. The angel has come down. He's troubling our waters again. People are trying to look for a revival. Brother, we've been in a revival. It's a word revival. It's a bride's revival. They're looking for something that is in the past. Brother Bram said they can't recognize their day and its message. They're looking for something and it's right amongst them. I don't want to be that person. Come on, stay with me. I don't want to be that person. No, sir. I want to be expecting. Amen, Sister Shirley. Nice to see you. God bless you. We're wondering, oh, didn't see you on Wednesday, didn't see you. Now we see you. Glory. Huh? There are all these people. And this man for 38 years had been in that condition. And look at yourself. What, whatever your age span was, God Himself tabernacled came by your way oh who, who, did Jesus come by your way yeah look around the room where is Jesus where is he where is he Danny I want you to ask a question look at the EVA right now just take a look at him There's, there he is <laughs> oh, Jesus is there yeah Jesus is living in me uh huh deity brother I said is in him oh my oh my oh my oh my Yes, sir. 
He said, for an angel came down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first, after the troubling of the water, stepped in was made whole whatsoever disease he had. When Jesus stumbled your waters, he delivered you from every disease you ever had. Amen. Drinking left. Dope went. Unbelief went. Everything went. Amen. Everything left. Yes, sir. Brother Bram said they know at a certain season that they would come, it would come down and, and they waited. It isn't going on all the time. He says, we're on top of the house jumping up we, how we feel. Well, we'll leave the church if it's cooled off. What nonsense. Woof. What nonsense. How? Can't, why can't we wait like Abraham? He, he didn't think God cooled off. He didn't think God cooled off. No, he didn't. He said he waited 25 years. And when he see the hand of God move, they waited at the sheep gate for month to month for whatever it was. For at that appointed time, the supernatural moving of God, they looked for it. And that's what we're looking for. The supernatural movement of God. And are you seeing it? Amen, Gabe. Can you say amen? Can you glorify God this morning, Gabe? Amen. Brother Ellie, can you lift up your hands and say, praise his holy name. I'll esteem the reproach. Greater riches. Well, back in church. (laughs) I love it. I love it. For the word of God is quick. Is it right? Quick and what? It's quick and powerful. Did you ever take a look at the word quick? Means that the word is alive. <laughs> the word of God that abides within you is a living word. Amen. It's not a dead word. It's a living word. I was dead in my trespasses and sins. But then I was quickened. Made alive. Hallelujah. Made alive. And Bible says in its Greek, powerful. Whew. We're powerful. You're quick, you're alive, and you're powerful. Not you, it's a God in you. We have to recognize the now, saints. Not yesterday, not tomorrow, now. It's Christ in you. The hope of what? The hope of what? God's opinion of you. Hallelujah. The word of God is alive. Amen. Glory be to Jesus. The word of God is quick. It's alive. It's powerful. Sharper than any two-edged sword. The word of God in the Greek means it's living and active. Living and active. I've got a living faith. Come on. I've got an active faith. That's how come by revelation, it was an active living word. So then by faith, Sarah... By faith, Moses. By faith, Shamgar. By faith, Samson. By faith. It's living and it's active. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ever see a dead tree? You get too much sun out there? Heat? You don't get enough water? Well, I'm enjoying this. Mm. You don't get enough water, you've got to have heat and water. 
get a lot of heat and no water, what happens? Dies. Get too much water, what happens? Dies. You got to have a balance. You got to have the heat and the water. You got to have the sunlight and the water of the word of the Lord. It's got to have a balance, saints of God. People swing one way or swing another way. I want to walk the middle of the road. Amen. So this word of God is quick. It's powerful. It's alive. And it's sharper than any two-edged sword. Cutting asunder, right, to the deepest part of our nature, our spirit, our soul. And God, and the discerner of the very thoughts and intent of the heart. Now, what was that word doing for 33 years? What was that ministry doing? That was, you know, Sister Dear, I saw you hardly getting out of bed this morning. Is that true? Yes, it is, Brother Brown. You've got arthritis. Yes, I do, Brother Brown. He says, you have it no more. What was the word? A discerner of the thought and intent of the heart. So that was the word, not William Branham. That was the word speaking. And they couldn't, they couldn't divide it. People can't see it. If you aren't the seed of God, you'll never see it. We, we've seen it over the years. There's people that actually try and see it, make believe they're seeing it, but that will only a, a, last for a season. But if you do see it and God has revelated you and the gates of hell will never prevail against it, you cannot be moved. And so by faith, Moses couldn't be worried. I, because, you know, a lot of times I was thinking about this, about Cecil B. DeMille's. And we see the Ten Commandments, and that image comes into our mind. It comes into our mind. And, and, and you, you have to remember, there was Miriam, Aaron, and Moses. So when Moses was an 80-year-old gentleman that came and said, let my people go, Miriam was at least 7 to 10 years older, and Aaron was older than her. And she was not, what did she do? She got the tambourine. Why? Because the word was alive and active. Mm-hmm. Amen, Margaret. Can you imagine if you were 90 years old? <laughs> I'm going to throw you a tambourine. Huh? That's what the word of God is. It's alive. It's active. It's not a dead letter. It's a living word. And if it's living a word, it is living in you. What kind of people should we be? What kind of people should we be? Oh, he says, now what is it? It's Christ. Coming to his body. Christ is the word. Christ is the word. He esteemed the reproach of Christ. He esteemed the word higher than he did Egypt. What is Christ? Brother Bram said the word. So he esteemed the word higher than anything. Your boss can give you. Your promotion can give you anything. So now, now watch. Christ is the word. We all know the anointing is Christ. That comes on the word that makes that word live. Is that right? Question. That is the anointing. This is paradox, 1964. Christ is the anointing. The spirit that comes upon the word. So how did Moses recognize and esteemed the reproach of Christ. He had the ability to see the anointed word within a people. 
And that's what we need to open our eyes. To start seeing the anointed word within his people. Hmm. That is the anointing. Christ is the anointing. That quickens the word to make it live. Now the word is in your heart. You believe in divine healing. Whatever more. And Christ the anointing comes to the body. There's a connection like husband and wife. They become one. Now the church has got to get to the ministry. Until the church and Christ become one. Oh my. It's not just being a grandma and a grandpa. And enjoying your children and your grandchildren. No. It's enjoying Christ. You get all that, but Christ has to be first. The church has got to get to the ministry until the church and the Christ become one. He can anoint you for every blessing that's in the Bible. All of it is yours. Everything that he promised of this age is yours. My brother Michael. Amen. Every promise is mine. I'll esteem this word higher than my thinking. I'll esteem the word higher than my understanding. Hallelujah. For the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. I I put under here, wait no longer. Come on. The creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. I want to say to you today, wait no longer. We have arrived. You step into that prayer meeting on a, on, on a Monday night. You step in there and you watch those brothers pray. They are anointed of Almighty God and God starts to answer prayer. Hallelujah. Yes. Don't wait no longer. There's a manifestation of the sons of God. Brother Roy, you should be jumping right out of your seat and say, that's nothing but the truth, Brother Tom. That's nothing but the truth. I claim my children. I got my children. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We wanted it 10 years ago. We wanted it whenever we wanted. God will do it when he does it, Gabe. But it's still God. Don't limit God. Don't limit God. He's unlimited. What's 25 years to God? Nothing in eternity. Not even a blip of a second. You believe. You wait. You look. Hallelujah. Amen. We're not playing church no more, people. We ain't playing church no more. We are the manifestation of the sons of God. Hallelujah. Amen, brother Greg. I used your, you and your old testimony in Edmonton. I said, God is on the move. So not many people, not many people are watching for the stirring of the water. But there's something inside that wanted that water to stir. Something in you said, I'm missing God somewhere. Where is God? And then God brought a son of God to that man. Glory. And from that time, Oh my, this word is quick, it's alive and it's powerful. Brother Gilbert, you just start expecting joy to be sitting right beside you. Amen. We're believing for our children. 
Say, we're under the token anointing. We believe in the token. Yes, Brother Bram said, but apply the token with your prayers. It's the token hour. This is where the sons of God are being manifested. Wait no longer. Gladly. I'll gladly reflect that gold. I'll gladly esteem this reproach. He said, oh man, your, your kids aren't coming. What are you talking about? You lying devil. I'll not leave my little ones behind. Not a hoof, no nothing. Pharaoh says, just go so far and worship God. Go so far. Brother Brown said, why Christ speak nonsense? We're not a so far religion. We're all the way religion. We're not going to leave a hoof behind. We're not going to leave a child behind. Amen, Brother Tim. This is what we believe. <laughs> Hallelujah. The whole creation. Sister Rebecca, the whole creation needs to see you. The whole creation is waiting. Wait no longer. She is on the scene. Give him a wave offering. Sister Judith, God's on the scene. 25 years. God never forgot you. Hallelujah. I love that testimony. She said, I wasted 25 years of my life. Nope. God needed you at this time. They said, COVID, it did nothing but kill people. I know under COVID, Sister Judith gave her life to Christ. Identify with the Christ of this message. I'm not going to pull a wool over God's eyes. Hallelujah. No, sir. No, sir. Don't wait no longer. For we know the whole creation groaneth, travaileth in pain. Together until now. The very present time. Now. Now we are the sons of God. Not we will be, but we what? Are. You know, a lot of people. Even brothers that were here one time. They wouldn't even preach on that scripture because they couldn't believe it. Because they couldn't see it in their own life. And you wonder why people don't preach certain things. Because they don't have it in their life. Or they want to discard some things. Because they're not doing it. But I can do all things. Through Christ Jesus. That strengtheneth me. Hallelujah. David Roy. Nice to see you. Everybody grows beards. I should have grown a beard. No. They would think I'm Santa Claus. <laughs> I grew it once hunting, and when I came back, I, I left it on. And somebody said, well, if they ever fire you at the church, you can be Santa Claus at Christmas time. I said, really? Is that your revelation? <laughs> Anyways, we need to light it up sometimes. For we know the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain until now. But not only they, but ourselves do groan. Not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves grown within ourselves, waiting for the adoption, waiting for the adoption to wit the redemption of our body. My, and a prophet comes in the 60s and preaches adoption. <laughs> Glory. And they just thought it was a title. No, it was an announcement. They just thought it was a title of a few messages. No, I want to tell you, it was an announcement. Now we are the adopted sons and daughters of God. Today, not 
tomorrow, not yesterday, today. I am a manifestation of that scripture. Hallelujah. See, it went somewhere. It'll never come back again. And when a man is truly redeemed, that predestinated seed sees it, accepts it. His sins are demolished. Mm, 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 mm. Sins are demolished. Past sin, present sin, future sin. You are a free people. Amen. Yes, sir. Accept it, he said. Accept it. Your sins are demolished. They are gone. They've been separated from you. It's dropped in the sea ink of God, the blood of Jesus. Never to be remembered. Hallelujah. The things I used to do, I do them no more. The things I used to think about, I think about them no more. Hallelujah. Why? The word of God is quick. It's alive. It's powerful. Hallelujah. What an age we're living in. It is the combat of Satan's age versus bride age. Eve fell. Satan won. This bride will is prophesied not to fall. Satan loses. He is a loser. He can't, he keeps telling you, you're the loser. You might as well tell him this morning, you're the loser, Satan. My prophet, who was a veil of God, he veiled God. Wasn't brother, I'm not calling brother Bram God. That'd be ridiculous. That would be antichrist. But I'm telling you, a God stepped in a body. God spoke through the vessel. God telling you, your sins are gone forever. Alive, powerful. If you can't rejoice, you haven't been free. Hallelujah. What an age. Bright age versus Satan's age. I'm prophesied to overcome. To them that overcome will I grant to sit with me in my father's throne. I'm the winner. He's the loser. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes, sir. That's the reason these great mysteries could not be given to Luther. They could not be given to Wesley. Could not be given to that age. It had to pass on, pass on. Until it came past the Pentecostal age. Now the person. Oh, saints of God, catch this. Now the person of Christ himself. The son of man. Do you understand? Is revealing himself in a human body. Oh, I just sit in a pew. No, you don't. It's Jesus Christ revealing himself in you. Hallelujah. Wait no longer. We've arrived. People don't want it. Let them go. But I'll take what they don't want. I want a double portion. Of God's love in my soul. I'll take that double portion. I'll take a triple portion. I'll take a quadruple portion. I'll take whatever God wants to give me. Hallelujah. The person. Of Christ. He esteemed the reproach of Christ. We esteem the person of Christ. We highly esteem it. 
Revere it. Cause it a great worth. When I hear about somebody falling or somebody gets sick, our heart goes out to him no different. And I thought about it when I was in Edmonton. No wonder David thought to have that little lamb. No wonder he thought that little lamb. You say, well, he got thousands of lambs, but that one lamb was worth everything. He would fight a bear. He would fight a lion. Come on. Come on. That's what he would do for one sheep. Well, why didn't he just say, hey, dad's got a lot more. Have that little lamby. Just eat him up. Go ahead. No, he was a real shepherd. He was a real shepherd. And you, you got a note this morning from the, uh, Brother Biscoe to the Drake family. That's a real shepherd. That's a shepherd that's watched over us all these years. Every one of you are worth something. You're worth 10,000 worlds. And just get it in type and shadow form. That little lamb was worth 10,000 worlds, said David. And he was willing. He didn't have a gun. He had nothing. He had a little sling and a little stone. But that revelation in flesh killed that thing. Hallelujah. Come on. Just start swinging that revelation in your life. Start knocking that old devil down. Because David said, you're going to allow this Philistine, huh? Bring the shame to our people. He wanted to esteem now. This, this Goliath was bringing a reproach to Israel. He says, isn't there any one of you? And his brothers turned around and said, you naughty boy. You know what? It means wicked boy. Oh yeah, we've been called wicked. We've been called worse than that. Huh? That's right, Brother Richard. We've been called worse than that over the years. But you know what? David didn't care. He was anointed under a prophet. He didn't care whether anybody was going to do it. He knew that he was going to stand for the living God. And that living God was a living word. And that living word was powerful. If you can do it in type and shadows in the Old Testament, what about you? What about you under the blood of battles and ghosts? Now it's under the blood of Jesus Christ. What about you? What about you? Is it living in you? Is it living in you? Huh? Or are you going to say, Brother Tom, you're a little fanatical this morning. You haven't preached for a while back in the home with people. Been preaching, but to a screen. Before then to nobody. Can you imagine? You can't imagine. Unless you're a preacher, you can't imagine. Preaching to nobody. And imagining where you're sitting. And preaching to you and you weren't even here. But would we do it? Yes. As I said to the, uh, the saints in Edmonton, as Paul did said, I spent and will be spent for you. We want to see everyone come to the knowledge of what God has called us to. Not past days, not future days, but to the now, the person of Jesus Christ, esteeming it, greater riches. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Now the person of Christ himself the Son of Man. You understand, Brother Ramsey? Revealing Himself in human flesh. It could not have come till now. Think about it. This whole revelation was waiting for you. Oh, want that to sink in, saints of God. The whole thing was waiting for you to come on the scene. You couldn't be a Lutheran. You couldn't be a Methodist. You couldn't be a Pentecostal. You are bride. So he couldn't reveal it then. 
He had to reveal it now. Letting you know that the person of Jesus Christ is in you. The person. He said the very day. He says in the very day that the son of man is revealed. Revelation 10, 1 to 7. Read it when you get home. The seventh angel's message is opening of the seals. What is it? Not the angel is the son of man. But the messenger is revealing the son of man. And Moses esteemed the reproach of Christ, the word. What are we to do? What are we to do, Moses? Sons and daughters of God. Esteeming now the anointed word himself. Jesus Christ. The person in you. Alive. Powerful. Active. (laughs) Glory. Yes, sir. That's what's happening now. The very day when the Son of Man, but the messenger, he's revealing the Son of Man. Yes, sirs, we would see Jesus, 1964. And there was one to be called out, the elected church, showing the sign that God was in flesh. We look out the window of our tabernacle. And we did not see Laodicea. We didn't see the off-scouring of the world. We only see Christ, beautiful Christ, king of my life is he. Amen. See, it's Jesus Christ, the elected church, God in flesh. Jesus was God in flesh, and Jesus is in you, and it's still God. Oh my, now he's bringing now, he's bringing Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. He said, God was in Christ. Jesus is in you tonight. It's still God manifested. Hmm. It's God in mothers at home in their place. It's God in the fathers at home, that high priest. It's God in the young people. It's God in the ministry. It's God in the trustees. It's God in the deacons. It's God in the people. Hallelujah. And if Jesus is in you tonight, it's God manifested. Okay, God's in me. Look out, devil. The great war is on right now. I've got the armor of God. Amen. It's the greatest battle ever fought is now being over. Satan, you were defeated at Calvary. I'm letting you know I'm prophesying again. You are defeated today. Amen. Today, it's the son of man revealing himself in you, the church. Oh my, oh my, oh my. If we could get this, saints of God, I think we're going to be gone. We're going to be gone in the twinkling of an eye. I'm going to be gone. This is active. Oh, hey, you think I was beside me. Jariah was there and we were at Nemeton. Didn't I say I could jump over the pulpit? It was so, the pull and the, and, and, and the people and everybody being together. I said, I could jump over this pulpit right now. I'm just a little bit too short. But if God wanted me to do it, I'd do it. He'd have to do it through me. Amen. Remember Brother Adam said, he said that one time, he said he didn't understand these people, right, doing whatever they're doing. He said, I, you know, Lord, is that you? All of a sudden, he's sitting on the pulpit. That was free. That's not in my message. But anyways, it's Christ in you. It's Christ in you. The revelation of Christ in you. 
You say, I got the power in the name of Jesus. It's the secret. It's in the name of Jesus. Not in the name of Tom. But in the name of Jesus, we have the power. Yes, sir. It's the Son of Man revealing himself in the church. The human flesh. But... Now, the seventh angel, the seventh messenger, seventh, uh, seventh messenger, revealing it to the public, the Son of Man. Because it's left the shuck. It can't be organized. It's the grain itself. It's the grain. And what does the grain shout out? I'm vindicating Malachi 4. I'm vindicating Revelation 10.1, 10.7, 10.8. That's what the seed shouted out. Yes, sir. I'm going to take the, the reproach away, as David said to Israel. You all stand here. You're trained. And I just came here with my, my dad just told me to bring some goat cheese and bread for you. But this Goliath, he's boasting, saying, I'm going to, I'm going to destroy you. I'm going to throw diseases on you. Well, we're still here. We're still here. David's are still here. He's going to take the reproach. You've been taking the reproach. And you're, you're drilling that devil down. He said, I thought I could throw this out and I'll get him. Brother Bram said, diseases are coming. They don't even have the names up. Now they call it 1, 2, 3, 9, 19. And they got no name for them. He said, we're in the last hour. We're in the latest heathen church age. Every messenger gives his message in his age. Gives his message in his age. We are here at the end of the age. We see that gods have vindicated it with signs and wonders. And nobody can say it isn't so. Nobody. Nobody. People say, ah, you know, he, he failed here and he failed there. Really? What's your gray matter over an anointed prophet with an angel of the Lord standing with him? I'm going to take your thought above God thought? Are you kidding? You're just a backslidden unbeliever. And I'm a front slider. I'm sliding right into the presence of Almighty God and I believe everything. They say, you're gullible and you're crazy. Oh, leave me alone. I'm happy this way. I've got a wife that's serving God. i got children and grandchildren. Let life weigh out life. Let God life weigh out worldly life. I'll take God life any day. In the way they call holiness. Without holiness, no man sees God. They, they backslide, they drink, they do whatever they want to do, and then they come against this word, saints of God. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus Christ. You stand and bear the reproach. You bear it. Gladly. Say gladly. <laughs> I'll gladly bear this reproach of the Son of Man. Where is that Son of Man? It's living in me. It's the word in me. It's the word in you. Didn't Paul write to the Galatians, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I? Is that what he said? Is that what your Bible says? So it's not what Brother Tom says now. It's now the Bible says, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God. Amen, by faith, who loved me and gave himself for me. He says, now here, let's turn this one around. Michael, trial. This is a message, trial. I, I don't want to step on his two and three part. Because <laughs> he's got it. You know it. 
He says, I challenge you to believe that Jesus Christ is revealed in the form of the Son of Man in human flesh through the bride's body. Say amen. The Son of Man being revealed through the bride's body. Jesus Christ, the anointed word being revealed through you. Wow. Say amen. I believe it. I believe it. Because that's not Brother Branham. That is God telling you who you are in Him. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory be to Jesus. Well, we've been an hour. We've got a service at 4 o'clock. And uh, we'll just go to part 2 another time. But I want you to understand that if that God is in you, now you start to understand where the final voice to the final ages. Come on. If you got Christ in you, and Brother Bram said, under her messenger, she will be the final voice to the final age. So it won't be your voice. It will be God's voice. So when Christ the mystery got revealed, when he's revealed, the bride's revealed. Come on. So it's now that revealing of the Son of Man is in bride form. Mm-hmm. And the voice of God is in her. Who's going to call forth the resurrection? Come on. Stay with me. Where's that resurrection voice? That resurrection voice is in you. And the Lord himself shall descend with a shout and a voice and the trump of an archangel. The shout was the gathering of the message. The voice. It's the voice of the archangel. It's Christ. Where's Christ? He's in you. Come on. Say with me. Don't think I'm fanatical now. And if, if, you, if, it's, if you don't like it, that's fine. And don't say amen. But if you like it, say amen. Don't have to. I'm going to preach it anyway. So now she is now revealing the Son of Man. And the Son of Man now is being revealed in her. And she, under her messenger, is the final voice of the final what? She is the final voice of the final. Then where's the voice of God? It's in you. It's in me. Hallelujah. That voice of God is in me. Then Brother Bram says what the Holy Ghost is given for. That same Holy Spirit, that same the Lutheran, sanctified the Methodist, baptized the Pentecostal, is now setting in order the coming of the Lord Jesus. It will be so powerful in the body. It will be so powerful in the body. Lord, pour out your Spirit upon me. I'm going to esteem the reproach of Christ gladly. Yes, sir. It'll be so powerful that the body will come into this group, this church, and draw the rest of them. Hallelujah. Draw the rest of them. Draw the rest of them from the grave. Hallelujah. Woo. Lot to chew on this morning. Chew on the body word of the Son of Man. Come on, eagles. Get your beaks out and start eating. Uh huh. <laughs> Glory. Yes, sir. She is Him. Christ of Mr. God revealed. So now all these quotes are being lined up, not quote to quote to back up a doctrine, quote to quote to back up a truth. 
word. It's no longer I that live, but now it's Christ in me. The hope of glory. Oh, but you're such a defeated little group of people. No, you're not. No, you're not. Come on, Louise. No, you're not. You're not some feeble woman. You are the bride of Jesus Christ. You are a daughter of the living God. I say to that devil, devil, we put you on notice. This is not going to be a deformed body. It's not going to be a weird body. It's going to be the body of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. She'll become so powerful. The power. It'll be so powerful. The body. Come into that group. That church. It will draw the rest of them from the grave. There'll be a resurrection. That's what the Holy Ghost is given for. God himself. Living in a body. Called the bride of Christ. Why is God living in you? He did Luther's day. He lived in them in Wesley's day. He lived in them in Pentecostal day. What now you say, I'm bride, brother Tom. Then what are we to do? Just say, we're bride, brother Tom. We're bride, brother Tom. It's more than being bride, brother Tom. It's now manifesting him. Being his instrument. Being his vessel. Being what God has called us to be in this time. Esteeming the reproach. Of Christ in our day. People look at you strangely. Let them look at you strangely. You know I wonder what all the court in Egypt thought. When Moses was mud daubing with them. <laughs> I wonder what they called them. Foolish. Crazy. Are you lunatic. What would they have called them? I don't know. I don't know Egyptian. But I'm sure they had a lot of adjectives to say. Are you nuts? You, put, you threw the throne away to live with a bunch of mud daubers? Tom, you could be anything you want. Ken, you could be anything you want. We don't want. We don't want what the Egypt's got. We want what God's got. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And remember, the reproach of the word, the word has always bore a reproach. That's what Brother Bram said. The word always has borne a reproach. Then gladly. May we herald the message. Of his blessed appearing. Soon he's coming in glory. Tell it to one and all. Then awake ye saints of the Lord. <laughs> gladly. I'll herald this glorious message. Wherever I am. And wherever I will be. I will gladly esteem. The reproach of this Christ. This anointed word that has called me in this age. Musicians, why don't you come please? Remember, the reproach of the word. The word has always bore a reproach. All through the ages, God's anointed word has always been reproached. So don't worry what people think of you or say of you. Well, that was weak. After I preached for a whole hour and 15 minutes almost... That's pretty weak. Don't worry about what anybody calls you. Or says about you. Or thinks about you. Don't worry. I want what God thinks about me. He thinks that I am the bride of Christ. Amen. And I am tabernacle deity himself. Hallelujah. 
You know, Brother Brown, I, I use I use it, I, you know, a lot of times over the years now, you've read so much of the message, and, and you just don't know what's being in your memory banks. My hard drive is getting really full these days, because the older I get, and I start maybe going to crash on me pretty soon. But Brother Bram says, you know, he says, he says, as we go on in Christ, and as the people come against the word of God, he says, the bride's going to stand no matter what. No matter what. I don't care what they think. I don't care what anybody says. I only care what the mind of God says about me. That's why we will preach Christ. We will preach Christ. It's always been reproached. All through the ages. God's anointed word has always been reproached. Reproached. Moses bore the reproach gladly. David bore the reproach of all Israel and his own household. They came against him. And he says, I know a God that will take my reproach away. I know a Jesus that will take our reproach away. Hallelujah. Whoever shall be ashamed of me and my words, of him shall the Son of Man be ashamed. Right at that time when he's being revealed. He said, if you'll be ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. The Son of Man will be ashamed when he shall come in his glory, in his fathers and of holy angels. What an hour. It's not a time to be ashamed. It's gladly esteemed. You know, people have this, what they call, what do they call, softball approach. Well, if I just, you know, you know, you know, if you just come, you know, a little bit, don't say too much. Could be family, could be not. What? Ken, where are you? He keeps on telling me, I can't remember that. He's getting old too. I got no softballs. I got all hardballs. And it's like Brother Lonnie said, he said, he said, now you can't choke seed. You can't choke seed. Right? You gotta give them everything. Just dump the whole load on them. Well, I gotta massage this here. And how's it working out for you? Ten years later, there's still softballs. How's that working for you? I love the hardballs. Snap! It's in my mitt. I'm getting ready for a home run. Saints of God, this is a marvelous thing around here. I want you to look around the room today and say this is a marvelous thing. Remember the man wherein God opened up his eyes. He said to the Pharisees. Who did he say it to? He didn't say it to the church. He said to the Pharisees. He said this is a marvelous thing. (laughs) This is a marvelous thing. Gabe, could you stand for me? I know. We might as well use you as much as we can. This is a marvelous thing. Come on, Ellie. Stand up. This is a marvelous thing. Is that right, Sister Francine? Is this a marvelous thing? Sister Judith, would you stand, please? Would you stand? Would you mind standing? No, you're the daughter of God. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not like Michael running around with the microphone. I love that. That was, mm, that's my kind of preaching. 
Hey, God is not going to let us down. No, sir. He's going to raise us up. Amen. And God is calling these young men, saints of God. You know what that does to me? That just my heart beats. People say, oh, okay. He's a young buck. He's no young buck. Tell me when God's young. God is God. It's just a vessel. Oh, I'm senior. Senior what? Senior citizen? What does that mean? No, there's no stripes in the message. It's just God. I don't want to call that naughty. I say that's blessed. That's a wonderful thing. That's a marvelous thing. Glory! Marvelous what God is doing amongst the church of the living God. It's marvelous to see six baptisms without church. It's a marvelous thing. My eyes are open. This is marvelous. Brother Sam, I'm going to get you saying amen yet. Amen. I imagine on the bus, that must be a real fanatical bus you drive. Amen. Marvelous. You're marvelous. You're marvelous. It's marvelous in my eyes. It's a marvelous thing. Brother Bram said, look at that blind man. Isn't that a marvelous thing? Yes, sir. You spiritual leaders of the nations. And here's a man wherein his eyes have been opened by the power of God. And yet you do nothing about it. No, sir. This is a marvelous thing. Your eyes have been opened. This is a marvelous thing. You defeated Satan in your family life. Marvelous thing. You defeated him in in school. That's a marvelous thing. You defeated him in the workplace. That's marvelous thing. It's a marvelous thing. Here is God and the power of God. And they know nothing about it. But Brother Brown said, this is a marvelous thing. Yes, sir. A man could do this and yet they don't know whence we came. And yet it's a marvelous thing. Man, God bringing us Brother Murphy and Sister Tracy from China. This is a marvelous thing. This is a marvelous thing. Brother Gill got saved before I did. Brother Gill is one of the first converts at Cloverdale Bible Way. Bible Way House. And he's still sitting here. He loves the word. He can only talk about the word. That's a marvelous thing. That's esteeming. That's esteeming. The reproach of Christ. Hallelujah. Think about it. Looking around the room. Brother Larry came in. Sister Violet, you're still here. Have we had opposition? Yes, we've had opposition. Have we had heartache? Yes, we've had heartache. But we still press on. And in the name of Jesus Christ, I say to you this morning, press on. Hallelujah. This poor man cried. <laughs> I'm not a rich man. I'm a poor man. But I'm rich in Christ Jesus. You can keep playing. Mm-hmm. I love that song. I wish I could sing. I get jealous when you can preach and sing. 
I, I told the brothers this morning, I says, when the Lord was giving out gifts, somehow I stepped out of the line. And sing, preach. I can hardly even preach, but I'll make a joyful noise. Oh, this poor man cried. Why don't we stand to our feet? And the Lord heard me and saved me. Oh, praise his name. Glory, the Son of God. Surround his
Hallelujah. Never-ending praise. Let your incense rise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless His name. Bless His holy name. Hallelujah. Is there a shout of the king in the camp this morning? Hallelujah. Let our incense rise. Let us praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Esteeming Christ, it's a marvelous thing. It's Christ in you. Let your incense rise. Hallelujah. 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 They scream at baseball games. They scream at basketball games. Saints of God, if you can't praise God, there's something wrong. Let your incense rise. Praise His holy name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. It's amazing. You say, well, what's God doing? Little Hudson, our brother Hudson right up there on Wednesday night comes walking up to the front and gives his heart to the Lord. Michael prayed with him. I say, that's a great thing. That's a marvelous thing. Hallelujah, brother Ben. Glory to Jesus. God's moving. The waters are moving. Keep looking for it to keep on moving. I wasn't at the prayer meeting that brother Joseph, Joe was Ocala. The brother said when Joe prayed, when Joe prayed, that was an anointing that came down. Might as well praise him, Joe. You might as well praise him. You've been wanting this for a long, long time. The yoke's broken. Amen. You're a free man. It's a marvelous thing. Yeah. It's all happening and a lot of you don't know. But we've got to remind the people, don't we? We have to keep it before the people. The blind man, the leper man, the cripple man. Glory! I'm going to esteem the reproach of Christ. Whatever their God they got out there, they can have it. But the God of this message is a supernatural God. And that God is living in his people. That's living in you and living in me, Brother John. That was a great day when we walked into that Bible Way house, wasn't it? Huh? By Pentecostal Bible School, you had a deeper deep than what they could give you, Brother John Charman. Deeper deep. It's a marvelous thing. You tell Sister Bev we're missing her and we're believing for her. Amen. Do you love him this morning? The song that I always forget that I want to sing. That's it. See, my memory told me. How's this go on? Oh, taste and no. Told you I'm not a singer. I need when I'm in need a call on the Lord. And he hears me. And he helps me.
gives us the victory, the greatest love story. He is almighty. Hallelujah. Oh, I love him. I've missed your praise. I've missed your praise. It's getting lonely in my office. It gets lonely here. But it's nice to have you in the house of God rejoicing this morning. You are a marvelous thing. And I esteem that approach. I esteem that Christ. I esteem that God that's living in you. God bless you. Amen. I hate to leave. I didn't want to leave the other night. I don't know what he was doing. Did you want to go home Wednesday? No. No. Did you want to go home last Sunday? No. No. Do you want to go home now? Yes. <laughs> oh, our God is tremendous. His faith faileth. He That's what he did. Our God cannot handle our God is implicit in revealing you and me. The greatest love story. Brother Murphy, would you mind closing in a word of prayer? Amen. That is about right. Oh, gracious Heavenly Father, it's so good to be in the presence of a God. Lord, we just find out your presence has become a near and a near and a more real than ever, Lord. It's because the word has a major presence so close to us. Because we have accepted the word. How joyful heart in our God it is when he can see that his own children enjoyed his word and receive it as a word and let a word start to manifest it in their life. Lord, we thank you, Lord. We love you because we love your word, Lord. We love you because we love your people, Lord. These are the people that you redeemed. These are the people that you made your salvation real to them. These are the people that you saved their children. These are the people, Lord, you saved their marriage life. These are the people that saved them a space in the rapture, Lord. Father, we give you thanks. We give you all the glory. Which is ask you to the blessed each one of the people here. Lord, uh, if someone that hasn't really tasted this uh, foretaste of heaven. Lord, uh, let them don't be feel shame, Lord. Let them understand that they have a seed at the inside of them. All they need to do, they just need to open up their hearts to that, that quickening power that quickened the seed that is at the inside of them, Lord. Let a life come, Lord. Let a life manifest, Lord. What you have done in one person, you can done in many, many more, Lord. We give a thanks to you. We love you, Lord. I just ask you to bless our dear brother Tom, how he poured himself out of health. Lord, we know this is not just a preacher word, but this is a preacher by the experience, by the suffering, by the life that I have lived, that you have deposited into him. Lord, we treasure that, Lord. We ask you to bless him, give him a double portion of a blessing, Lord. Lord, heal the sick. Remember all the need. Lord, all the people that are in the critical need. Lord, we know that you know each one of their name. We just ask for your will to be done in each one of us. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. God bless you. Brother Tim, Dodd will be preaching at 4 o'clock at the camp. So remember that. Those that wish to assemble here, you're more than welcome. We're going to have church. 
He's going to preach the word of God. I'm looking forward to it. God bless Brother Tim Dahl. God bless you. Have a wonderful three hours. <laughs> You're dismissed in Jesus' name. Amen.